You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. What up, what up? This week in cannabis, hanging out, ready to roll, Scotty? Yes, I am. Yes, I am, dude. I got a cup of coffee. I got got my custom one-hitter from Mountainside Class, uh, the DGC one-hitter from Cannabis Cup 2015. Yeah, man, yeah. I almost called you sir just then. I almost said, yes, I am, sir. I hate Uh, when people call me sir. Way too official. I would so much rather you call me bro or dude or anything but sir. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, let's, let's get into a few, uh, a few show notes. You're back and fresh, back from Cali, ready to roll. Oh, man. It feels so good to be back in the studio with a, a real mic. And, man, I listen to the shows, too. That, that last one was tough, man. Uh, what was that? Go ahead. Uh, oh, I'm I'm thinking about sending that microphone just back to where it came from, man. You know, <laughs> just throwing it <laughs> here. Take it. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to. Uh, we had a couple listeners chime in, man. Not I didn't catch them in time. I don't think you did. Uh, there's two guys out there in Cali that were like, man, we want one. Somebody wanted to hook up with you over lunch. Hook you up with some herb. There's another guy that said, "Man, I got some 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 Cali weed for Scotty." So you had you had some support out there, guys. It just came in a, a little too late. We'll try to announce next time. I have plans to go out there as well and yeah. uh, hang it out. It ain't man. a little too late for me, man, because I'm gonna fucking be back there like lickety split. I'll see you guys in another three or four weeks, man. That place is awesome. I loved California. Yeah, I don't mind it, but I'm more in the uh, central to, to, to north end of Cali is what I dig. I actually road tripped out there twice back in the day. Drove drove the one, the Pacific Coast Highway, PCH, yo, all the way uh, from the very northern end. We came in actually through uh, through Oregon. I think, what's that? Isn't that the state above Cali? Oregon? <laughs> and, yes, uh, and yeah, drove all the way down, man. Awesome times. I had a buddy actually lived out in Humboldt, moved out there for a, a few, and that is, it's just a magical area, man. The the, the Big Sur area, um, just everything. So, uh, and then once you get into Southern Cali, there's still cool stuff. Don't get me wrong, but man, once I get into that grid, as I'll call it, it gets to be overwhelming for me. Yeah, that's the only problem is that the, the traffic there. If you and it seems like it's an amateur move to get stuck in traffic there. Seems like everybody that's from the uh, Southern California or Los Angeles area seems to know how to work that traffic as to where I heard the trick is to just live where you work. You know, like you don't go and live or live 20 miles or 30 miles away from where you work or else you're in hell. But yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm too disorganized. To, I'd have to go to Home Depot at three in the afternoon and you know, freak out. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Well, I uh, want to give a few announcements and shout outs as well. Uh, as far as DudeGrows.com, guys, we've got to get up back on that. Some people strictly listen to the show through DudeGrows.com. And 
we have been doing a little of the summer slack, and I'll have to admit, so um, we're going to get back on point, make sure all the episodes up there for you guys over at DudeGrows.com. I know the captain's yeah. been contributing cool stuff, so we want to keep want to keep that rolling and not lose not lose the hype over there. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. I, uh, I just don't have the energy to do it, man. After we after everything I do to hop on the, the website and start maintaining that website, man, it just uh, puts me to sleep, man. Yes, I am not a webmaster myself. But I do want to say, hey, Gabe chimed in, man. Listener Gabe. He says, my two cents. I love the motherfucking song. <laughs> I trust yeah, me you. too. Me I too. trust I've your totally... judgment. Hold on, hold on. He goes, I trust your judgment on the show, but that song is dope The as a dope outro. High life, baby. So, yeah. Well, I lo- we're not going to get rid of it, man. I just I don't mind mixing it up every once in a while just to throw a loop in there. I think it, that keeps it interesting. Not get rid of it is my my vote in the DGC, but every once in a while, mix it up. Ah, that's my outro, man. That's my go-to outro. All right. It is starting to feel like, you know, even though I think it was soup that wasn't down, that – uh the consensus is starting to go to more people like it than don't. We'll have to get virtual like online it. voting. I think I, I think I put something different in there one time, and I was like, nah, don't feel right, man. No Mother, way. No, not now, not never. Island sweet skunk, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> so uh, we had a, a El, Di- El Diablo chimed in too, um, oh, keeping it, keeping it savvy. He goes, I heard you mention on the last two. Go ahead, you got some. Oh, I was just going to say this guy made me laugh. I seriously laughed for about 90 seconds straight when I read this email, man. <laughs> he actually sent two screenshots, too, just to make sure we were real clear on it. He goes, I've heard you mention on the last two podcasts about the Dude Grow Show being in training mode on iTunes. Training is a category that you have selected for, <laughs> to list your podcast under. Thing, and he goes, the Dude Grow Show is listed in the education category under the training section. <laughs> and he goes, thanks for all your help and hard, hard work. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> so it actually does fit. I mean, I, I guess we are trying to train people how to grow great herb. So Interesting. A little weed training going on here, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We're doing a little weed training with the bong, man. And, and uh, we had a chime in from Guam. He goes... And I thought no one else from Guam enjoys the show on iTunes. He goes, ha, ha, ha. by the way, got some recharge going on in the garden. So we got some recharge out in Guam and a, more than one listener. So that's freaking awesome. Um, that is insane, man. Shout out to Guam. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely. And you guys Throwing that the uh, tank. I will promise I will get uh, stickers out here this next week. I've gotten all your guys' emails. I'm going to send them out as well as... Uh, Scotty's got to hook me up with, I got a few recharge shells, a few recharge shell samples that I'll get out to you all as well. I just ran out of stock on those, but I haven't forgotten about you guys, and I will get it going here Monday or Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. I may have forgotten about you guys, so if I owe you anything, just email me, man. <clears throat> all right, what up with the, let's get ready to get into the news. Let's get ready to get into the news, but we got to throw in, do, do we have an official news song? Or just one we've been rotating around. We do, man. We do. Come on, man. Let's get high in the, and check out the news, man. All right, man. Bring in the news here and uh, the news the news song. I'll be right back and we'll break it down. All right. You're kicking back listening to the podcast after a long day. You want to relax, chill to the max, and you know the way. So you're rolling up some sweet green stuff you planted and brewed. And now it's time to get real high for the dude grows news. 
Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. Before the Duke grows new. All right, man, before we get into it, you and we were talking just before we got on the mics, man. You're, you're saying, like, the news is whack. Like, what do, you, what do you mean the news is whack? It's how you consume your news. If you're listening to the news on this show, it ain't whack. But uh, what, what I mean is, yeah, I mean, you're 100% right. It's dangerous as hell to just sit there watching Fox News all day, man. You'll make yourself crazy, man, and scared as, as scared as anything. But uh, I just mean, like, I was watching something. I, I just was... Uh, you know, it's on in the background sometimes, and I'll hear it. And I just kept hearing the same phrase over and over again. And I was just like, I, I didn't get it, man. And then I was listening to, uh, I think it was Howard Stern I was listening to, and they played something about about Benifer. You know, uh, was it Ben Affleck and Jennifer, whatever her name is, or his wife. And I guess they're getting a divorce or something like that. And they just kept on saying the same phrase, a hundred different uh, news organizations all had the same report with the same like little catchy phrase, you know, like sticking it out or something like that or whatever it was. But you heard that over and over again and you realized that all these people were just reading the centralized report that they got from, you know, wh whatever you want to call it, but that they got from their higher ups and that nobody's doing any reporting these days. All they're doing is reading what you know what's on the prompter what's given to them and it's it's crazy you know to think that, that it kind of makes a consensus after a while you're like oh well everybody's reporting it it must be true and the truth is it's just like it's almost like on the on it's the same uh mentality as people that like spam mass spam on the internet where it's just one main uh website and there's hundreds and hundreds of spam about it i mean it's almost that same uh, mentality and it's it's just, I don't know, man. It just, just makes me crazy, man. I, you can't trust it at all anymore. <laughs> yeah, you just got to choose your channels and keep them buried, man. That's like, you know, when something happens, like that Flight 370 from Malaysia went disappearing, man. It was like a solid month. of That's that's all you would hear if you're if you're just watching Fox or CNN or any of that. I don't even watch any of that crap. So, I mean, mainly chat. Look mainly. over here, man. Distraction. Yes, yes. So let's get into the first story here, man. Legalizing marijuana in Ohio would open the door to plenty of problems. This is what oh, Reverend, yeah. Reverend Thomas Heron says. Reverend Thomas Heron was an ordained priest for the diocese in Cleveland in 1973. So what we got here, I just wanted to try. I mean, this is like, I got to, doing a little fighting back here. Um, oh, I'm going to pick on this guy, man. This guy is not, not an intelligent man, I don't think, man. Yes. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's making very intelligent arguments here. And well, let's uh, let's as, break down a few of them because sure. they, they are. And it's one of those stories like, man, we shouldn't even cover it. I'm giving them too much credit. But regardless, they, you know what? They're so, the arguments yeah. are so out there. It's like, all right, it's funny. <laughs> all right, so let's see here. He's got one point. First point, it goes, just think. In a few months, the use of marijuana may become legal in Ohio. Did you ever think how this could affect our lives? For example, during the past 30 years, we have demonized smokers. Now we'll have to have a new group to demonize potheads. Can we put an echo on that? Like a effect? <laughs> potheads. 
Yes. It goes, won't it be, won't it be, and this guy's such a smart ass, just, he goes, won't it be wonderful to know that first responders to handle crises in our communities, namely our EMTs, police officers, and firemen will possibly be more relaxed because of marijuana use when they come to our aid. It really makes one feel safer, doesn't it? What the hell? How do you even think of that? I mean, that is really, I mean, it, I don't even know how you think of that point to be like, I don't know. It's just it's called fear mongering, man. And it's, uh, it's yeah, that's what, I was what, what he for. does, man. It's what he, what his training and when he when he graduated in 1973, that shit worked because people didn't talk to each other, man. Well, he so, is ordained a priest in 73. I don't know when he graduated, but regard he looks like he's from the picture like he's probably mid 50s or something, 60, maybe 60. Yeah. Um. Well, he goes on. Imagine how it could affect our hospitals and medical personnel. Wouldn't it be comforting? And I hate his little smart ass. Wouldn't it be comforting to know that the surgeon who is operating on you just smoked a few joints before the operation? Perhaps using pop will help the nurses and medical staff who assist the doctors to have more fun when they work. I mean, dude, ignorance, dude. dude ignorance. And by the way, man, doctors do abuse drugs, man. There was, there was one. I can't remember. There was a story I heard somewhere, man. It was like it was true. That this doctor was all fucked up on drugs, man. He was in the middle of a surgery, and uh, he, he like excused himself to go to the bathroom. Went to the bathroom and shot up cocaine. Had a heart attack and died. I think in a janitor's closet, and uh, in the middle of surgery. <laughs> like doctors are people too, man. I mean, yeah, anybody can well. abuse anything. I mean, it's just because you're, you know. And we have another great story on here. Um, talking about the uh, a DUI uh, marijuana story, but let me bring up a few more of his points because yeah. I do. I mean, they're well. Reading them Real is quick. amusing me. Go ahead. In moderation, I would prefer that that doctor, if that doctor was going to go home and drink a couple glasses of wild turkey because he had a tough day. One of the patients died and it really fucked him up. Goes home and he drinks some wild turkey. Man, that physically affects you the next day, man. Your body has to get rid of that poison. You might feel sick to your stomach. You might uh, have the sweats or whatever. You're going to feel like you, you could possibly feel poorly the next day. You definitely, if you drink too much, you will. Marijuana, man, you could go home and say, man, I lost a patient. I'm really stressed out or whatever. Smoke some pot. It's excellent for stress relief. And the next day, you're not going to feel bad about it, you know, feel bad. So I would uh, definitely prefer out of all the drugs for him to go home and relax with some marijuana. As long as he remembers to uh, operate on the left side, not the right side. <laughs> completely, <laughs> completely. Let oh, me I thought I meant your left, man. <laughs> Picturing a doctor just like with a J hanging out and <laughs> scalpel cutting. Anyway, ashes <laughs> falling into the wound. Yeah, man. Yeah. Consider that's how this, marijuana. That's this guy's reality, huh? Consider how marijuana use might influence the manufacturing industry. <laughs> Factory employees and construction workers might have fun watching their coworkers violate OSHA standards, do stupid things at work, and inflict really good injuries on themselves. I mean, come, come on, man. Come on, man. Um, he goes into talking about there'll be more DUIs. Um, there'll be an increase in welfare because of accidents and job loss. Um, hospitals will have to open more clinics to treat abusers. There's going to be more legal drug trade. Like, he's just trying to hit everything. And, of course, last one, he wants to really hit home. Don't forget the children. Okay? I knew it was <clears throat> going to come to the children. Won't somebody please think of the children? Yes, yes. And he, yeah, and he ends with us another point where it's wouldn't it be nice for parents to be able to spend time at hospitals, police stations and courtrooms getting to share their experiences with other parents. When anybody talks like this smart ass about anything, I my ears turn off. He's just being all totally not to the point, smart ass beating around like 
screw this guy. That's the dude grows DGC F off news article. <laughs> so I don't care if it's a, you know, who you are, a priest, a teacher, a mayor, a police officer, whatever, man, you got some old school ignorance views there. So stop the fear mongering prohibitions ending, uh, Mr. Just, Mr. Thomas Heron. This is his reality, though, man. And it's, I was just in California, and I, I'm in Colorado, and it really did affect my reality to where, you know, we're smoking. <laughs> we're literally just, you can smoke a joint basically, you know, 20 feet from Hollywood Boulevard. Nobody's going to bother you. You go into a, you know, an alley or something like that, and, dude, there's people definitely smoking. Um, in Colorado, I mean, it's, it's pretty accepted as well. Uh, other places i'm talking to my buddy from virginia and he's like whoa no it ain't like that here buddy you know what i mean it's tight tight here you get caught smoking a joint in virginia you're in trouble and i, I was even looking colorado actually touches oklahoma there's a spot where in the, on the lower uh, uh uh east side where it touches oklahoma i'm like man i can't is that where all they... the highway patrol sits from oklahoma I, yes, <laughs> I just can't believe that those two states touch each other and like literally you can grow uh you know, I don't know, you can grow plants here without getting in any trouble. Nobody gives a shit, and they're just not even enforcing it. You grow, go over there and grow six plants, you get yourself years in jail, man. You grow yourself 100 plants, you probably get 100 years in jail. So it's really where you're from, and in all fairness, I don't want to go changing where everybody's from. I want there to be places for this guy to have a, uh, a, a congregation and for, the, for them all to live the way that they want to live. I'm glad that there that opened up places like California and Colorado um, and, and Michigan, I think, is pretty wide open. And the Pacific Northwest, you know, where, where weed is really becoming accepted. Uh, I, I'm glad. And that's a big that's a big hunk of the country right there, man. So slowly but surely, I think it'll build. But come on, man, there's people that just don't that don't want to have anything to do with weed and don't want to think like us and, and just don't want to be exposed to it. And I'm glad there's still places like Oklahoma Forum and wherever the hell this guy is in Ohio, Cayuga County, Ohio. Yeah, well, you reminded me this. Uh, chime in on this next story I got here. Uh, Denver man. I usually don't find these anymore because you know, you know, Google marijuana in the news, and you used to find all kinds of busts and crazy shit. This was a Denver man arrested <clears throat> with marijuana. Um, he was on Highway 60 north of Lamar, wherever that is, and uh, cop pulled him over. Smelled some herb. It was for a, uh, I don't know, I forgot, equipment violation on a Subaru dude. I don't know what that is. I mean, that's Highway Patrol can make up whatever they want to pull people sure. over. Hey, your, um, tail, your tail light. I'm sorry, not your tail light. I've gotten pulled over for this before. Your license plate light is out. <laughs> like, license plate <laughs> and it's light? Like, really? It's like high noon. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. Um, and the Highway Patrol is going to smell herb. The guy said, I got some. He had a half pound. Um, along with a jar containing small joints. So, if convicted on the serious misdemeanor, he could face up to a year in jail and $1,800 in fines. If convicted on the simple, because I believe this is the judge's choice, a simple misdemeanor, he could be placed in jail for a maximum of 30 days and $625 fine. He'll probably, if he's got a clean record, have a small fine and do a little community service for traveling with a half pound, I believe he should have myself no restrictions or nothing happening to him. But at least it's not like he's looking at, oh, man, I am I'm getting locked up. I'm going to lose my job. Uh, I mean, it's still serious if you're if you're carrying more than you should here in Colorado, more than an ounce. If you're not a medical patient, they can, you know, arrest you and, and do all the things they used to do. But I th- all right. I w- so let's have this conversation then, man. Let's have a conversation on how you transport weed without having it stink so badly. 
that uh, cop asks you about it. Yeah, of I mean, even I'm if talking it's about legal weed, and no, a lot even... of guys have have uh, licenses to have over a pound. I think uh, one of the guys that we know, I won't say him, but has a, a doctor's recommendation to carry like two pounds. And I know if you're even if you're carrying recreational, like what or anything, even if you have only an eighth, and you're like, I don't care, this is to-, you don't want to deal with it, guys. You don't want to talk uh-huh. to them. You don't want them. If they find it in your car, automatically they're going to be able to start messing with you with all kinds of other things. Potentially say, oh, let's do do a roadside sobriety. You have weed in your car. Same thing if you had an open container in your car, a beer within reach. You know they're going to mess with you. So yeah, that's a good <laughs> point. Find what something you- that seals, man. Just something that has a tight seal. I'm actually looking around the studio, and there's about a half a dozen things that i've stored weed in here man so i can start if you like <laughs> yeah you're you're looking around is is completely completely messing up your setup so so keep it real you just sounded like oh looking about it's messing with my buzz all right man all right so i got uh, you i got right hey dude, what about the bags man go over um i use them you actually have them over on amazon those odor free bags those gold foil bags are fucking awesome man you just you can find these double sealed i, I sell them because you have to buy them by like the thousand but um i have these little all different sizes actually these gold foiled bags i call them uh, stealth curing bags and dude those things you can just load up a pound in one seal it and it don't stink man so those are cool. But even like any kind of a five-gallon bucket or even a one-gallon bucket, something like that, with that kind of plastic-on-plastic plastic seal, um, those work awesome as well. Uh, so I think that there's this sea vault that I'm looking at, which is that little sealed uh, metal vault that you cure in. Um, those are like 100 bucks for the one that, uh, that, that uh, uh, holds a pound. And well, I mean, I'll tell you, the, the first ones I've used as well, those – those gold bags are totally odor-proof and great for curing. And like Scotty said, I mean, I was like, man, I can probably get them cheaper than what you got them on Amazon, but you got to buy tons. And I would hey, update to you too, Scotty. I would say order soon, man. It only says only seven left in stock, but you can go hook up on those. Uh, if you want to find anything we're talking about, just search Real Growers on Amazon and go to the store, and you'll see all the recharge and the odor-free bags. And gr- Great way to support the show as well. But, Scotty, you only got seven left, man. Get them in there. All right. <laughs> uh, what else? I'm trying to think of anything else. Like, don't turn this into a commercial, man. I don't want to yeah, sell whatever. it out, man. I'm not selling out Dude, nothing. Just... Nothing for nobody. <laughs> not nothing for nobody. Huh? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of the the plastic. I'm looking at like the. I have like a one gallon. I've got actually like my five gallon or my uh, five pound recharge comes in like a three quarter gallon uh, uh, interlocking. It's got like a plastic lid on there that screws on and off. Man, that works awesome. You can keep a whole bunch of different you know, quarters or whatever, half ounces in there. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, just trying to think, man. There's, there's carbon bags, worse. too, man, if you want to get spendy. Oh, yeah. There's, like, they... bags, duffel bags that are, like, carbon-lined to really try and help. Um, but honest... are insane, man. You're right. And keep it in the trunk, guys. Keep everything in the trunk. Don't have bowls within reach. Don't have anything. Nope. I mean... If you have to, you know, if you medically, if you have to consume or whatever you're doing, if you have to smoke before you drive, while you're, whatever you're doing, pull over, get out of the car, smoke, do what you will, but then put it all in the trunk, man. It's a real strong point if you get messed with in court. Yeah, and vape pens for traveling, wax for traveling, you know, it just makes things a lot easier, man. Heck yeah, a J that you can just throw out the window when you're done with it. You know, don't be. I seen guys J, hitting a rig stinks. in their car, man. It's like, what are you? You're hitting yeah. a rig, dude. You got a torch on a rig in a car. Hey man, I don't want to smell up my fingers, man. 
All right. Well, that was some good yeah, recommendations. Yeah, joints stinks your fingers up, man. You got to be careful of that shit, man. I've had cops fucking be like, <laughs> you want me to smell your fingers? He said to me. <laughs> no. Yeah, we had a, um, a story. Here, here we go. This will tie right into uh, driver acquitted. Everybody cheer. Driver acquitted of marijuana DUI despite high blood test. I love it. This is the best news I have heard in a while. Absolutely so cool. love it. I wonder yeah, if this is, is going to be hopefully this. So this is precedence, right? I'm no attorney, but this is like setting precedence. So I, this is awesome. It's um, what one one judge decided, man. It's I mean, it might have started smoking weed. But you can reference if you're an attorney taking somebody else to court for this shit. You can reference this case for sure. A Denver woman has been acquitted of driving stoned, even though she tested nearly four times above the state's legal limit for marijuana. Melanie's. Uh, Brangars, I hope I got that right, blood came back at 19 nanograms. I love it. State's legal limit is 5 nanograms. 5 nanograms is not logical, and it's not fair to medical patients, Melanie said. Yes. The five na- Thank the, you. The 29-year-old was pulled over June of 2014 for an expired license plate tag. The police officer smelled marijuana, uh, reference previous conversation, guys, I, and he says, I told him I'm a medical marijuana patient. In fact... Melanie moved to Colorado two years ago from Indiana so she could legally access medical marijuana. I'm consistently in pain if I don't use cannabis, Melanie said. The Denver woman also works at a medical marijuana dispensary and was heading to work when Westminster police said she failed a roadside sobriety test. Profiling. Melanie's attorney, Colin McCallan, good job, Colin, convinced a Jefferson County jury that Melanie's roadside results wouldn't be unusual for a sober person and insisted that she wasn't impaired when she was stopped. She wasn't weaving. She wasn't involved in an accident. She wasn't driving too slow, McCallan said. Melanie testified she uses medical marijuana for back pain and wouldn't be able to drive without it. Just causes pain because of the pressure on my back without using cannabis. Uh, So, you know, this is how they try to roll. Melanie was offered a plea deal on a lesser count, but she refused and said she would not give up her medical marijuana for two years. See, they wanted to put her on probation and put her in the system and say, here, we won't give you a DUI, but you got to be part of this bullshit. Like, and, uh, no, props to Melanie. Last statement, she said, I knew I wasn't guilty. I've been driving and I've had no issues. I've had people drive with me and they've seen that I'm one of the most careful drivers that they're with. And I use cannabis daily. Bam, I love it. So, um... Basically, yeah, it's so awesome, man. That is so much, much respect, man. There's, and I think we need a bunch of those to happen. I think, well, yeah, that's one, and it just happens over and over again. And maybe this makes it a bit easier, you know. Mm-hmm. And the fact that um, she didn't take the plea is awesome, and stood for her rights. And the fact it just proves a point, guys. You got to be careful, man. Any roadside sobriety—that's kind of probably why you know Jay Tiktifshin over there at DUI fifty two eighty. Um, here in Denver is like just refuse it because she didn't refuse it and then she ended up in court and luckily the jury hopefully I mean I'm sure the video was shown to everybody it's like dude what what are you because you know once she's fine what did she what did she screw up on the roadside because I've always said I always thought give it to me I'm gonna pass a roadside sobriety but their goal is to have you not pass it so yeah you know what I mean you're you're an athlete a guy that's been injured you know, it's, you know, somebody that's you know, that's older that doesn't st- step on, stand on one leg. You know, looking up, reciting the alphabet while touching their nose, man. You know, they, maybe they don't do that all that often. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I know that's your that's your morning ritual. You know, you do it while drinking a cup of coffee, man. <laughs> all right, let's get on with some uh, 
some listener info here, man. I shouldn't say listener info. We asked for a couple stories, asked for you guys to chime in. Actually, it was Scotty um, talking about what's yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, medical marijuana and just how, how it's helped you, man. And this is really cool, man. I love this segment. I want to continue it, man. So thank you guys so much for uh, for your contributions. Yeah, definitely. This is uh, from... Um, Gotta go down here. Pacific Josh word, man. And he chimed in way back in the day. I do remember you, Pacific Josh. Let me tell the people what you got. Hey, dude and Scotty. My first email I ever sent you guys, I talked about my wife. My wife has anxiety, the type of anxiety that keeps her from getting on an airplane without crippling fear or falling asleep without worrying about every facet of her life. She has a backpack full of medication she has received over the years from many different doctors. While she will feel some of the effects that the medications are intended to have, she will also feel the side effects that are absolutely unbearable. This has given her a real fear of medication. I suggested MMJ, and it has been a dream come true. She can relax. She can sleep. She can just enjoy her life without creeping anxiety that keeps her awake at night. The best part is the side effects are positive, increased increased compassion, laughter, and healthy appetite. I don't smoke because I'm regularly drug tested. I've taken the role of caregiver and grower. It can be frustrating to attempt to achieve connoisseur level herb without actually tasting it. Oh, but your, your show has really given me a lot of help in producing a product that is clean, honest, and grown without expensive voodoo. I love the show because it is grow oriented. I'm proud of what I grow, and it wouldn't be what it is without you guys. Word, Pacific Josh. I mean, I almost get emotional reading that story. That is awesome that you stepped up for your wife caregiving. And yeah, fuck all the medications that have horrible side effects. Yeah, I mean, it's it, marijuana is an amazing medication, and it's natural, and it's inexpensive to produce. You can do it yourself, and unfortunately for the system, it really doesn't involve the doctors, the pharmaceutical companies, the uh, uh, drug stores. You know that whole chain over there, man. So kind of, well, you're probably not going to hear a ton of positive things about it from those people. Yeah, and you made my day, man. It makes me feel good that the show is, you know, helping somebody in that that manner that uh, we're able to do that and get it out to you guys. So, I mean, you said earlier something about something about sell out, watch this, watch that. That's never happening, man. That's never happening. <laughs> um, Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Hey, let's give a let's give homie some ideas of how he can evaluate his weed if he's not really smoking it, man. I would say uh, definitely odor is going to tell you, you know, if it don't smell that good, if it don't smell that strong, rather. Um, and, you know, this is once it's dried up, you know, then, you know, I would say you got some, some something there. Uh, so, you, you know, really odor, I think, is important. Um, then the size of the trichomes and the amount of trichomes is really easy to evaluate, too. You know, just by looking at, you know, this is after it's dried, too. I think it's really important to wait till it's dried to get an honest evaluation. But, um, yeah, just with a uh, jeweler's loop or something like that and just looking at the concentration of trichomes and, you know, the smell, I, I think you can get an idea for the quality of the weed without smoking it. It's funny, I was talking to the California, my buddy in California, and he was saying when he goes, the, they're allowed to sell the dispensaries. Private growers are allowed to sell the dispensaries. Um, so he says when he brings his weed to the dispensaries, they freaking mush it up, and they just, like, they want to smell it, and they want to get the, you know, the terpene profile. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they, they like, basically take a bud and just mush it and just destroy it, man, right in front of you. You're, you're like, your mouth drops open. You're like, what are you doing? But they're like, oh yes, ooh, that has a nice nose to it. <laughs> yeah, good point. I'm sure. I'm sure his wife's being a good cr- critic as well. And uh, lastly, he says, "P.S. I know I don't do the regular subscription DG stuff, 
but I donate when I can, and I'll always use Recharge with everything grown. So thanks, Pacific Josh. I mean, you guys that are still donating like nine bucks a month, four twenty a month, whatever it is. I mean, that's straight up going to paying a person to put the show together, or it's always going to the show. So that is great support, muchly appreciated, and uh, definitely glad you're digging the Recharge, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we're playing with the idea of sponsors and stuff like that in the future. Um, you know, we've got definitely got a, a couple companies we love that treat us really good, but I'll be damned if we really see too much from, from this show other, other than just some free uh, free goods from our sponsors. Hey, man, man you know? I, I don't care. Speaking of that, guys, um, having sponsors and having, you know, we're never selling out to just anybody. It's products we're using. I'll be sending out, uh, I'll Instagram it out later. I got the Spectrum King LED hanging yeah. over my, my Island Sweet Skunk as we speak. Um, so that experiment, which is not really experiment, but that that grow is started, so we'll get the real deal from, from me, as well as uh, the, the, the HDE, the contest going on on iTunes, guys. We have 50 reviews, man. I think by the end of the month, I'm just we're going to be ready to, to go through those and uh, give out a... Uh, basically how it's working so if, no, if you haven't heard this yet uh hde indoorgrowscience.net if you want to check it out it's a, a double-ended a reflector that accepts a double-ended thousand watt bulb it can be air-cooled or ran straight without glass and almost any thousand watt digital ballast will power it so it's going to be the reflector it's going to come with a thousand watt double-ended real red bulb um, and you can check out the equi- equipment over at indoor grow science and if that's not something you could use we also have a can fan set up a, a four inch it's called a can 9000 and a four inch can fan so we're going to give both those away to two different people that left reviews over on itunes and you just got to remember your nickname go ahead and leave a review we're at 50 right now and much appreciated guys we went from 12 to 50 with solid reviews and that is awesome that just gives us it gives us internet cred man that gives us itunes cred <laughs> Man, I got an analogy, man, that came to mind, man, when you was telling me in the analogies, brother. But when you were talking about the, uh, you mentioned the Spectrum King light, and then you mentioned the uh, yeah, the double-ended fixture. And I, I just wonder if there's some growers that are out there being like, well, what's the difference between those two? You know, and, and I would say the difference is it's like the Spectrum King would be like a super-tuned four-cylinder you know, like a, like one of those Hondas or, you know, I watched that, that drag racing show on TV. There's this Volkswagen bug that can beat uh, almost anything out there, man, because it's just tuned up with a built-up engine. But it's a four-cylinder engine. It's a small uh, small engine. And I was, because it's like a, what is it, a 450-watt light, and it's producing crazy output, you know. So it's super tuned, super efficient, and super great technology. I'd say that double-ended is like the big 350 Chevy. You know what I'm saying? It's just something, you know, a big Camaro or something like that, where it's just this proven lots of power, lots of bright light, <laughs> crazy amounts of lumens. And, uh, yeah, that's that's what gets you down, man. Yeah, and you'll so. always hear, I mean, obviously, I don't don't try to tell me, hey, there's a conflict there. Like, what do you like, LED or HID or what? They're different, man. Some people drive a Honda and some people drive a big Chevy. All right, man, well, you, know? so, uh, you got your one analogy out there. <laughs> I just want to say I'm excited <laughs> to run something close. different. You're, I, I'm, I always want, I want to know. I got to be in the know for all this stuff. And if you hear me running something, you're going to hear me say, oh, I've used soul synthetic space nutrients. I've used um, Geo's BioBloom. Now I'm using Canna. I, hey, man, this is all stuff that's worked pretty good for me, but I got to know about it, you know, and Canna stepped up and said, hey, man, you guys, you guys got something cool going on over there. So, man, I'm like, yeah, 
great. You know, let me try some of your nudes. So I'm thinking I'm going to have a really good results with the bio line. And I didn't, that's not going to work with just everybody. We got our, our, our homie, um, Courtney over at way to grow. That's been using the bio line forever. So I already got uh, in my back of my head. I know, I know this has got to be good or else he wouldn't be running it. So I want to try it out. So there's always that going on. A lot of things being tried out. And the bottom line is we get it back to the DGC so they can know, you know, Hey, that product's legit or it's not. If this spectrum Kings hung up here and it doesn't do good to Myelin sweet skunk, you're going to hear about it just the same. So regardless, um, let me mention, we got one more thing. I wanted to mention one review that came in a four star, a four star from scoops of green, um, and he says, by far the best and most reliable source I've found to help with my garden. The dude and Sir Reels are constantly dropping knowledge on the latest and greatest growing techniques and technology with the help of guest interviews. As a noob, it can be easy to get overwhelmed and anxious with problems in the garden. But with the help of Recharge Optic Foliar and the DGC, I know my tomatoes will be top shelf. I just, hope they, won't, I just hope they won't stick up, stink up the neighborhood. Uh, he says, I'm shorting you guys one star because there's always room for improvement. But I have no complaints over here. Keep it coming, and thanks for the help my garden. So I agree with you, Scoops of Green, man. There is always room for improvement. And you kind of chimed in like what I was talking about, man, as far as using different products that you know, Optic Foliar, Recharge, um, that they work. So let's move on, though. Let's move on. Um, Love it, man. Love it. Thank you, Scoops. Cool review, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We got uh, Boulder Jason chiming in, man. Boulder Jason chiming in with a pretty – a pretty cool story and a little bit of a sad story, but I wanted to get out there. So he goes, "Hey guys, I heard the podcast from yesterday and wanted to know and wanted you and wanted you to know a few stories about how cannabis has aided medical conditions and would like to share one of my own. I have a strong understanding for the medical benefits that cannabis has to offer, not just based on personal use, but through my father's use. My father was diagnosed with renal cell carcinoma, or in other terms, kidney cancer, that later spread to the lungs. I saw the firsthand effects the cancer had on weight loss, decrease in energy, light sensitivity, and sores all over the body. He was taking chemotherapy in pill form, which was convenient, and kept the cancer at bay for a few years while trying a number of different brands and types. Despite some of the great response my father had to chemo pills, he still had to deal with awful side effects, from nausea to skin sensitivity. He was able to get meals down, uh, work around the house, get out on the boat to go fishing, and get out of bed on days where most people wouldn't move. I helped him with some of the um, connections I had growing up with dealers and such, but he was an old-school grower from New York. I grew up hearing about the tie sticks and some of the beautiful sticky nugs yeah. he'd, get, he'd get from the Colombian mountainsides back in the day. I was able to see firsthand the true benefits the plant contributed to his quality of life in the last years. My father passed away October, October 6, 2013, and is one of the main reasons I decided to pursue this industry as my career. I'm usually the first to defend those medical patients here in Colorado from people who try to put down the medical program that Colorado has in place. Having worked in a medical dispensary and hear firsthand the anecdotes about how it aids people with IBD, IBS, cancer, arthritis, glaucoma, joint pain, migraines, MS, and ADD, I can attest to its true ability to provide relief to some of the symptoms that ailments tend to have. Word, Boulder Jason. That is a great story. And, uh, yeah, I, I respect, man. That that's that's amazing, man. I've chimed out sometimes saying everything everything should go uh just wreck. Like just make everything wreck and simple. But it is nice when you you know, you need this to get the way better deal, to get the top shelf, to get the strains you need all the time consistently. So I do agree with you there. You just have a medical discount card though. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Instead of having to have the doc, like, I gotcha. Yeah. You know, wink, wink, get, give give uh, give him the, the employee pricing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Word, word. Uh, last but not least, man, we're going to give uh, a, uh, and when I first read that story, I had to practice it, because I, I don't know, I'm getting kind of emotionally weak. I almost got a little emotional on it, man. It was like... <laughs> Just start, you know, picturing how well something's helping, but then also going through the loss and everything. But regardless, we'll move on to the last story, service announcement story here, man. Uh, CDC, that's Center for Disease Control, is that what that is? That is what it is, my friend. Is, uh, they've chimed in. You are correct, sir. The CDC warns officially of marijuana consumption in report citing teens Colorado death. That was Levy Tamba, 19 years old. Le- that was the gentleman that le- leaped to his death after eating marijuana-infused cookies. So, um, in a report released Friday, they said the teen who leapt from a Denver hotel balcony, he leapt four floors down, I believe. Um, it was yeah, I friend- did that before, though. No, I'm just kidding. All right, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even get that one real quick. Anyway, he's... Uh, the CDC, along with Colorado's health official and Denver's medical examiner's office, said the death suggests the need for greater public health education to discourage marijuana overconsumption. Um, he got cookies. Somebody twenty three year old, uh, twenty three years old, went and bought him um, some cookies, and you know, because you got to be twenty one. Uh, it says that he reportedly consumed all five. Well, he had uh, one, and then he reportedly consumed all five of the remaining servings of the THC infused cookies within thirty to sixty minutes. So this is the service announcement, guys. Don't eat too much edibles, man. Edibles, like, you got to even sometimes plan, like, a whole day or a couple days. But hang on. Let's tell them the right dose, man, because we've all, they've made it really easy now, man. It's, they're 10 milligram, basically 10 milligram tablets, basically. Whatever you get has 10 milligrams in there. You're probably not going to feel shit off 10 milligrams, man. So it is a, a kind of problem. People eat one. They don't feel anything. Then they eat a shitload of them, man. Uh, the right dose for most of my friends has been between 30 and 50 milligrams. 30 milligrams, you feel pretty fucked up. 50 milligrams, you're real fucked up. You know what I mean? Where you probably don't want to even, you're not going to be, and don't forget, man, it's not all that social. To go and, you know, geek yourself out on, on edibles, dude, you're kind of really, really mellow. It's something, you know, you want to stay in the hotel that night or stay home or whatever, but, man, I had buddies, they, they came here and they ate, you know, it's hard to OD now because they're in these 10 milligram little little doses, man. So he probably ate 70 to 90 milligrams during the day, I would say. And he, he was fine. You know what I mean? He wasn't, and but he wasn't good to go out with. Like we were supposed to go out to dinner and stuff like that. His appetite was all fucked up. Um, you know, his wife was sitting on the couch with her eyes closed, but she swore she was conscious, you know, that kind of thing. So... I mean, <clears throat> there is a sweet spot, man. I would say 30 to 50 milligrams, depending on your tolerance, is is a decent sweet spot. And that's just my opinion. I smoke a lot of weed, so. Yeah, and <clears throat> I don't, I haven't gotten, I haven't had edibles in a while. Um, I don't necessarily, I'm not against them at all. But, I mean, typically I got, you know, vape pen or some herb. I'm getting the instantaneous effect I'm looking for. Um, but edibles can be convenient and they can be hit you in different ways and they can be used medically in different ways. So, um, definitely, definitely. I, I'm just talking recreationally. I seen it bunk out a few people when they, uh, when they came out on vacation. So I just want, just wanted to give my, uh, uh, my observations on it. 
Yeah, well, and basically, um, you don't know always the dose. I mean, if somebody's handing you some metal, hey, my friend made these, then you really got to be careful. Like, then you got to be careful. You got to have, like, a barely a bite. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard for people just making edibles at home to say, this has so many milligrams in it, you're good to go. Yeah, shout out to Breeder Hank, man. Breeder Hank, I seen him yesterday, and he's always <laughs> handing me edibles when he comes over, and they're like these homemade cookies, and... They always come with a warning, like, hey, watch out, man. These are really strong. Take a half. And yeah. I always just throw, you know, like, leave them and then end up throwing them out because I'm scared of them, man. I don't, I don't know. I'm just scared of that kind of stuff, man. Oh, I just, uh, one more, one more. Hot off the press here. Interesting title. Judge at odds over marijuana odor and search warrant. Interesting, interesting. This is where we can, we can throw a little shout out in. And this, the article is all blocked out because there's this stupid thing where i gotta answer a question to read it and the internet is dumb sometimes <laughs> but i got the title and i know what this is about and i believe you know just as far as being able to say hey if there's odor i mean even if there's not odor i'm figuring out a judge in, in a prohibition state's probably going to figure out how to uh you know get a search warrant if you're growing on the down low you definitely don't want to have any odor and here in colorado commercial grows there's different things going on where there's one commercial grow up in the mountains that we covered that's blowing tons of odor just right out its roof and you know taking off some of the, lo- the residents close by but guys keep on your odor even if i mean i don't i don't have i'm guilty as far as i don't have odor filtration myself i have a sealed room so it's rarely that bad but any other situation, kick it out, man, guys. Pick up our, our recommendation. Pick up a can fan, and I still like their old school ones. I don't like the light ones. There's past three, four years, there's been a lot of these really light, thinner-walled carbon filters by multiple brands coming out. The ones that have always been around, Can 33, Can 75, Can 100, those are the different weights of carbon in them, I believe. Can 150, those things are thick-walled. They do a good job, and you will not have odor issues. You just got to and always go out and check your... Uh, Check your outtakes, man. Tip of the show. Wherever you're, even through your hoods, people can pull odor through their hoods that aren't sealed well. You got to go around with that blue painter's tape and seal up your hoods. But go smell your outtake, man. I've had to go up on the roof before. I've had to go, you know, wherever your outtakes are from your garden, if it's outside, you got to be checking those if you don't want to get busted. So, I call it an exhaust. Yeah, good point. <laughs> outtake, exhaust. Yes, yes. Tit for tat. It's All right. very L.A. of you, man outtakes man <laughs> i don't know what else we got scotty i think that's about a this week in cannabis show maybe a little bit shorter than an hour but i mean i can take it i can handle it it's friday yeah. man it's friday <laughs> no excuses next week man i'm gonna i'm gonna work all this weekend make sure we got three strong shows next week man word word we had pretty good shows this week for sure i think De- yeah just... definitely definitely i'm just like on the it I was uh, out of control, man. I was in, in hotel rooms and uh, at Starbucks and all this stuff, just trying to make it all happen, man. So it's nice to uh, nice to be back in studio and back in Fort Collins. God damn, do I love Colorado, man. As much as I, I was really enamored by, by California and um, just the sheer quantity of like-minded people out there is really nice. But, yeah. Boy, I love I, I, I love this little town, Fort Collins, I live in, man. I couldn't be happier here, man. So I'm going to stay here and grow some dank. Or guys, we'll have a good weekend. I also will kick in. Um, I, I got the emails for Grow Talk, guys. Grow Talk's Monday. Definitely, if you haven't heard back from me and you send an email with some Grow Talk in it, it's going to be on Monday's show. And uh, we'll uh, we'll hang out, man. Talk grow. So roll a J. Have a Friday. And we'll see you Monday. All right.